This is a headgum podcast. Ready? Oh, yes. What? You can say whatever you say. It. Get off your chest. I'm bringing an energy today, mm-hmm. which is this. Okay. Miles woke up at 4:15 a.m. and I woke up with him because Jamie has a flu and I've been up since 4:15 a.m. Okay. So is that, that a fun energy or is that a? We'll see. Okay, we'll see what kind of you seem enthusiastic. But I'm feeling good. There's a wildness in your eyes as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like the the first seconds of like a flood, like a flash flood, where it's like, oh, this is like kind of exciting and it's like a little bit fun. Yeah, yeah. And you then know? it's like, I wish I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah. I know that. Okay, well, um, I'll, we'll try to use that. We'll try to channel it. Tanner? Yes. Tanner? Yes. Don't shoot. Don't shoot? Please don't shoot me. Wait. I want I don't I'm pretty avidly anti-firearm and don't have any means for shooting you. Look at me. Okay, sorry, I was playing on my notes. Do you recognize me? Yes, Jack Shepard, my friend. No, Tanner. It's me, adult baby Tanner. Okay. From the end of the episode. Okay. I've come back from the end of this episode. And you look, you look a little like me. Yeah. And they've like clearly done some kind of like makeup thing, and you've like practiced this like affectation to like look and sound a little bit more like me but like it's the resemblance isn't that good i think they just got bruce willis to do me <laughs> but it's me it's you i'm you okay and i'm gonna shoot you no but don't i, th- I wouldn't because then i would die but you have been contracted as you know to shoot a bunch of people who come from the future but eventually you know that you're going to shoot your own future self because that well then you're not adult baby tanner because you're in the past i'm adult baby you're yeah it's me regular tanner you're tanner and you're adult baby tanner and you should know that right and is it sexual or sexy no not at all okay and what i'm asking is that you not shoot me and we work together the episode goes horribly wrong i don't remember a single for as excited as I was to see it and as excited <laughs> as I was in the theater watching it, I couldn't yeah. tell you a single plot point from the movie Looper. I just rewatched it. <laughs> Is it it's like bad, right? No, it's fucking amazing. I, I can't I like can't even remember if it, I liked it or not. It's a masterpiece. Um and what's happening is that it's uh the present and I'm you and I'm from the future. Which is at the end of the episode. Do they cover what happens if you kill yourself? Yeah, it's called closing your loop. Okay. And you and but you're not going to. Because we're gonna work together. In the adult baby community, closing your loop has an entirely okay. different meaning. Okay, that's fine. And I don't want to talk about it. Okay. And that's I think actually part of how this episode goes so horribly wrong, which is why at the end of the episode I'm saying If back. you do intercourse or just like even okay. just hand stuff. No, no listen to me. This is looper adjacent. Okay, I don't want this. If if 
Bruce Willis, if what's his name? Third Rock from the Sun. Yep. Looped back to the future mm-hmm. and found himself Bruce Willis self and they did hand stuff together. Okay. Is that masturbation? Is that mutual masturbation or is it sex? Wow. With another human being. Oh, great. That's great. What do you That's think? Philosophical. And I, I'm starting to see how the episode went off the rails and why they had to send me back <laughs> from the end of it. We to uh, try to if we it. spend a, like a good 90 minutes on this question. <laughs> I kn- well, I know what we did. Which is why I now have to shoot Because I lived you. it. And that is what happened. Yeah. But I'm asking you not to shoot me, and instead let's work together to fix it. And uh, what happens is that the the concept for th- uh, the portrait collection is that we are time babies. Time babies, adult babies, and it's not sexual or sexy, but we are- Same guys. Traveling through time, and we are the same guys, but we are baby guys now, and we're right. living in 1990. 1990- Six. Harmonize with me. Seven. E- seven. And I'm from 2019. And, and I'm I, you. And you're me from 2019. And you suspend your disbelief. You suspend your disbelief, listeners, because we're such good actors. We're both iconic actors. Joseph, one of us is very handsome, and the other one of us is balding. Joseph Jordan. Love Jordan. it. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. And... He's is he the one from Third Rock from the Sun? Yep, he's got the like he's got kind of squinty eyes and he talks a little like this. Okay, yeah, I think that's Big Bang Theory. (laughs) Um, so I think we've that's what's happened, and so we're gonna work together through this episode. I need a lot of help. You need a lot of help. It's good that we're working together because I I have made a few crucial errors. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) kind of coming into the episode. Yeah, I've heard of, I've heard about some of them. So I will need a little help. Okay, that seems fine. We'll work we'll work together and uh what we do here is we talk about the portrait collection. And this week we read a book from the portrait collection called Abby's book and it's they don't number them. And that's been a cause of some consternation amongst the portrait collection community and the baby babies. Uh, they don't number them. You but... remember the scene from Watchmen where Dr. Manhattan is on Mars and he's looking at the watch that's been disassembled and he's saying that in like time is meaningless and he lives in all moments in time, all at once, past, present, future. Yeah. That is what these books are. They all exist in at, they exist at one point in time and in the canon, right? But paradoxically, and Doctor Manhattan would understand this. This is nonetheless the final book, yeah, in the portrait, and the first one in a lot of ways, and the and uh, in a lot of ways the first one. Uh, but n- never fear, um, baby babies, because you'll still be baby babies for a little while. Because we are definitely going to read Logan's story, and we're definitely going to read boy Logan Bruto boy babysitter. And I think sexist. Well, yeah, that is sexist. He only, he only babysits boys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize. <laughs> Boy babysitter. There's two Logan books, and uh, there's a Shannon book, which is called "A Time to Kill Born," and we'll read that. So you are along for the ride. That. But this week we are talking about. I'm sure, it's not called that. 
Abby's book, and uh, it's about Abby, and it was fucking great. And I, for a while, I thought that it was Pete who wrote it because it's got it's full of jokes and it's full of fun and it's clever and it's witty and Abby's hilarious. But of course, it's Jeannie and Jeannie. Gene, is... it's Gene, and Gene can have fun with Abby. Yeah, Gene can have Jeannie can have the Jean best. Gene can time have with a really Abby, good time with did. Abby, and it is Gene. confirmed yeah. by the woman herself. And it is Jeannie, but yes, and she's looks like she really had a good time with with at what, what do you call it Ab? I see what you're saying. Ab's book. It's Ab's book. Sorry, because we're leaving the e's off of everything, right? Is that that's Abby's what you, actually spelled with a Y, not that's the, the joke. Idiot, so, oh, it just sounds like you're doing a joke. Thing where doesn't even make sense. We leave the e sound off of everything. It so I'll just try to it's remember. It's a Y. It's a Y. So it doesn't yeah, even make and, sense. And what you're so saying doesn't Jean, make sense. And Jean even said herself that her name was Jean. And it's Gene Bentoncourt, and uh, it's Ab's book, it's, which is how you seem to want to do it. I fine. texted you. He did. Ten minutes before we got on the Zoom mic mm-hmm. and yeah. meeting software, mm-hmm. and, and said, despite you texting me earlier today and saying, your lullaby, my quiz, Yeah, I wrote a quiz and not a lullaby. Yeah, that's okay. And I said, oh, shit, let me write a lullaby real quick. Mm-hmm. And I wrote most of one. Okay, so what we do is we describe the books, and the way we do it is one of us sings a pre-prepared lullaby, but it sounds like what's going to happen is one of us is going to sing most of a pre-prepared lullaby, so this and the is, other one is going to, the future version of that same guy- I don't think you'll need to. Is going to jump in and help. I don't think you'll need to. Okay. I think I can rely on my own creativity and quick wit here. Because okay. what I've done is like it's four stanzas, and the rhyme scheme is A B C B. Yeah, and what I've written for all four stanzas is A B C, but I've okay. skipped that rhyming B. Okay, last line in each stanza, and I'm just gonna make them up as I go. In case what's going on here is that you are afraid to ask for help, which is I know something I don't need help. Often I don't need help. In case that's what's happening. Let me remind you that Jack's not here today. I'm you. I have to rely on myself. I am yourself. I'm just you from the future, and I look like Bruce Willis. And you, and the audience is suspending their disbelief because we're both such good actors. And you have like contacts in or something that makes you look a little more like a little Bruce bit. Willis. But it's, like I'm still Bruce very Willis. clearly Bruce Willis, and you're very clear. No, I'm an old Bruce. Willis. Oh right, no, I have contacts in that make me look a little bit more like adult baby Tanner. Or no, I'm adult baby Tanner. You're adult baby Tanner. This this movie, I tell you what. It's a it bakes your noodle. It bakes your noodle. Yeah, and that's from the Matrix. Um so I'm just saying, if you want You can try, help, but I think I can actually do it. And okay. give me a chance at least going into okay. that last couplet, that last like yeah. line. I'll of give each you a stanza. minute. And if I feel like you're floundering, if it if it feels like you're not getting where you need to go. I'm going to jump in and you shouldn't feel ashamed because guess what? I'm you. I'm you from the future and you didn't kill me. And uh, that's called breaking the loop or something like that. And the cops are after us and it's bad and it's caused a huge paradox. It's an arrestable offense. You'd think it would just like undo time. Everybody just gets killed when that happens. They kill everybody. Um, This is the time, listeners, Longtime listeners will already have put their podcasts up against the cribs of their own baby or against the cribs of a baby that they know or against the cribs of a baby that they found. Or an adult baby. It could even be or an, adult, an baby. adult baby. 
or an adult baby. But if new listeners, this is the time in the podcast, and you should have been doing this already, where you go and find a baby, and you get the podcast, and you put it up against the bars of their cage, and you wait for us to lull them to sleep, and we're going to lull them now. And But first, we're going to say... Y'all ready to get lulled? Y'all ready to get lulled? And then your Tanner's going to lull them because now they're awake. Okay. Yep. I'm going to begin. Okay. Is there lyrics on this or not? Yes, here it comes. Just a long intro. Okay. Are you Anna? Are you Abby? We don't know. We don't know. One of you wears red now. One of you wears blue now. It's something that rhymes with no. Backhoe. Backhoe. Backloader. Lo- Cyril loves backhoes. Cyril loves backhoes. That's true. Next, next verse. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are you sleeping? Are you sleeping? Father John. Father John. Please wake up now, Daddy. Please don't be dead, Daddy. But he's gone. But he's gone. But he's gone. No, that's too sad. But that's what happened. Spawn. Who remembers Spawn? That comic book, Spawn. Great. That's good. We'll do that. Okay. Next verse. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you sad now? Are you busy? Rachel, mom, Rachel, mom, let's go on vacation. Family time rehabilitation. Mom. Character from Smash Bros. My main it, my main in Smash is Crom. My main in Smash is Crom. <laughs> That's a guy? Yeah, he's from Fire Emblem. But he's in okay. Smash Brothers. Okay. Next verse. Is he a man in Smash? Are you moving? Are you moving? Steven Sons. Steven Sons. Welcome to Connecticut. Welcome to Connecticut. Hide your guns. Hide your guns? You're the ones. Rody, Rody, uh, okay. Rodians. Greedo was a Rodian. Okay, and Greedo did shoot first. And Greedo did shoot first, and that's his species, yeah. is, is he was a Rodian. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And that's it? And that's it. That's the whole song. Wow, you really nailed it. Yeah. You wrote that in your head while you were <laughs> walking to the studio space because you accidentally did a quiz, even though it's my week to do a quiz. Yeah, so there'll be two quizzes <laughs> this week, too. That's great. And we learned something about Greedo, didn't we? Yeah, Which is that he shot first. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people refuse to admit that. And I reminded a lot of people of that hit sort of like, um, like grunge comic Spawn uh-huh. by Todd... McFarlane. Okay, great. And thank you for introducing all of these fun things into your lullaby. Um, looks like I'm going to have to do a little bit of the heavy lifting. Who's your main? This week. In um, Smash, Smash Brothers? Yeah. Link. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not cool? Shit tier. Shit tier at best. Like C tier at best. Uh, Kirby. 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 Okay. That's good. That's better. That's cool. Kirby. Whew. I've only played it once. Yeah. Um, guess what? What? I described the book. 
Okay. I okay. Um, and I actually think I might have a good chance this week. At what? Finding a sixty-second looper explainer. But I don't know what I'm gonna put in the background. I'll just have to put a clock. <laughs> well, I don't care what you put in the background. Okay. Can it be a t- clock? You know, it'd be trippy. You know, it'd really trip people out. What? It's a clock, but it's going backwards for sixty seconds. So instead okay, of like we'll tick tock, yeah. tick tock, it's like kit caught, kit caught. That's cool. All right, I'll see if I can I can figure that out. Um, and you'll you'll watch a um, here's increasingly complicated ways of doing this, but Tanner uh, needs to find some way to not pay attention to what I'm saying. And so a good way to do that is to watch a 60 second video, and it looks like you're going to pull one up. If I can find one. What about Third Rock from the Sun? Is there, is there uh, Third Rock from great the Sun idea. in 30, yeah, 60 yeah, yeah. seconds? Because <laughs> that's basically the same. Are you sure it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt is from uh, Third Rock? Yep. Okay. Very famously from Third Rock. He's got like sort of, sort of shoulder-length hair in that in that show. He's a young Was he so handsome kid. then? He was just a boy. He, he was not handsome then. He was kind okay. of um, uh, goofball looking. Here, you know what second. movie I really like? What's his name? Is... Jordan Gordon... Yeah, Levitt? that's right, Jordan Gordon-Levitt. You know what movie I really like is Premium Rush. Have you seen that? Yeah, you would like that movie. It's like about dangerous biking, which is something you love. It's literally about my, it was about my bike commute to work. <laughs> you, you're you a dangerous <laughs> biker, and I'm surprised that you were never killed on a bike. Well, and a bunch of branching universes I definitely was. Um, okay, here you go. Okay. <laughs> You've got a 60-second Third Rock recap? No, I got a picture of Jordan... Jordan Gordon. Jordan Gordon. <laughs> okay, that's okay. So this has been unhelpful. What's what Tanner has done, baby babies, is he's sent me a photograph of Jordan Gordon as a young boy, and he looks like a kid. And that was not a great use. I was stalling for you by talking about premium rush, <laughs> so you could find a sixty second thing, and you misunderstood what we were doing, and then sought out a picture of Jordan Gordon to send to me. And now I've looked at it, but that hasn't helped anybody. Six, has it? Sixty seconds from the sun. What is it? 60 seconds from Mars? 60 seconds from Mars is, um, that's also Jordan Gordon-Levitt. That's his band. And he played Joker. Uh, yeah, in um, uh, in My So-Called Life. Yes, he played Joker <laughs> in My So-Called Life. Yep. Um, I'm having a lot of trouble finding something that works for this. Why don't you let's just listen to me for 60 seconds. So let's try that for once in our fucking lives. Um, let's try that. Let's try it. It's novel. Try it. See what happens. Third Rock from the Sun. That's my okay. that's my last. And if you don't find it, effort. then you have to listen to me for sixty seconds, and I'll play a clock backwards that goes tock tick tock tick. Oh, here we go. Third rock from the sun <laughs> intro, fifty four seconds. Okay, so and then you just count six seconds after it. I'm gonna count you in. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait six seconds before I hit play. Okay, so you're gonna listen hard while I'm doing the first six seconds. Yeah, let me get and past really the ad take real that quick. in. Okay. And I'm going to describe this. This is perfect. Great. I'm glad. Okay. What would be perfect would be a clock for what it's worth. So this is the second best. Okay. In five, four, three, two, one. Okay. It's Abby's story. And what has happened is that uh, it's baby Abby. It's young Abby. And she and Anna dress exactly alike. And this vignette shows them dressing alike. But uh, when they go to school, the teachers just call them Abby Anna. And all the kids call them Abby Anna. And they hate it. And they want to be individuals. So they switch clothes to see if anyone notices. And they don't. And then dad recommends, John recommends that they get their hair cut. And one of them gets their hair cut. And they solve that problem. And then next time, it's bereavement Abby. 
Abby, and uh, guess what? Her dad dies, and that's just fucking shockingly sad. And her dad dies, and her mom cannot cope, and she is a wreck for about three years. And then the next thing that we notice, they finally go on a family vacation to Sanibel in Florida. And the vacation is bad because uh, mom is still too sad. Um, but they do have a nice family event where they uh, meet up with some other families at a New Year's party and they come together as a family. And then finally, it's Stony Brook Abbey and Mom realizes she needs to sell all of her stuff and move to Stony Brook. you're out of time and please stop. In order to be happy. This show looks like a ton of fun. It's great, right? Is Bruce Willis in it? Or it's young Bruce Willis? It's old Bruce Willis. It looks like Bruce Willis, but like in John Lithgow makeup sort of. Okay, that's funny. Such a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. So that was actually the intro plus like a uh, cold open to I think the pilot episode. Yeah. Okay. Where it was um a woman calling into like a Art Bell style show to say that okay. she had seen aliens and they were coming to suck up her eggs and the guy's like, "Okay, lady." And then he's like, okay. next caller. And the guy was like, "I saw aliens in an old Rambler." And it pans down and it's the I assume alien family from Third Rock from the Sun in an old Rambler car. Okay, and then it cut, and then it was hard cut. Okay, and it's just like one of the. It's just that's the kind of humor you get from Third Rock from the Sun. Well, you know what's crazy? Third Rock from the Sun actually our planet, so they're not aliens. Oh whoa! Yeah, that maybe mine. we're the aliens. Yeah, and we're the aliens. Wow! And that, that's wow! Whoa! That'll bake your noodle. That'll make your noodle. That's from The Matrix. Um, so this is the part of the... Did you like my... Oh, you didn't listen. Not a word. Not a word. Okay. First six seconds? Too busy counting down. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I described the book pretty good. Um, it's sad. It's sad as hell. Too sad. There's like... Too sad. Two chapters in this book that are just like all si- sad cry, cry boy. brutal. And look at me. I'm sad cry boy. Sad cry boy. And we'll do that segment later, yeah. I think. Um, but first, what we're going to do, because we, we really have to, uh, is uh, – so normally, because I'm, let's just say it, pretty anal, mm. uh, before a record early in the day, I will text Tanner what all of his various duties are. And as our podcast empire has expanded, that's become more and more. And so what I texted you today is I said, my quiz, your lullaby, my little sis song. And what you your took from that – my little sister song. Yeah. And what you took from that is because you have been up since four in the morning t- tending to your sick child. He's not sick. He's just a dick. No, I meant sick in like a cool way. Okay. Yeah. Like down with the sickness. Yeah. Is that y- you should write the quiz, which is not what I said, but we've not both what you said, but I did it anyway. Quiz, and it is our special edition of because there are two of them. Of the Babysitter's Club Baby Baby Quiz of the Week And it's babies Because we're the same guys With baby guys It's like the Muppet Babies Just listen back to the other episodes And the premise of this episode Is that Because we do a quiz Adult Baby Tanner Which is me We decided it's you Is trying to turn everything Too sexy And regular Tanner Came back from the Future Past Future Future To kill me No To be killed by you To be killed by me but was it? But to keep the episode from going off the rails. Yes. So I mean. my quiz is actually another segment. Okay. Which is... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't done it in a little while. Racy called... Passages with Two Adult Babies. And it's called Racy Passages with 
two adult babies, and I guess I, I, I'm just going to have to fill in as one of the adult babies, even though, and I should remind people who haven't fully figured out what, what's going on in this episode, Jack's not in this one. No, Jack's not in this one. It's me, adult baby Tanner, because I'm a uh, same guy, baby guy, went back yeah. in time into my baby self. No, no, I'm future. I'm just regular Tanner. Right. Um, great. So let's hear your sexy quiz. I'll try to make sure it doesn't get too sexy. Wait, no, I do the quiz first. Okay, yeah. And it's, it's your my quiz. quiz. It's your quiz. Tanner's okay. quiz. Wait, I'm Tanner, so I'll go first. Okay, you'll go first. No, great. no, no. You're. T- I'm adult baby Tanner. Right. I'm Tanner. And this is why and I I'll got just... confused. Yeah. Because I got a text from Jack Shepard saying, my quiz. Yeah. And that's so it is not your fault. Okay, yeah. And it's Jack's fault, and we can both agree on that. Yeah. You um, go first with your quiz. Okay. I'll go first. My quiz is not sexy at all. And if it's the same quiz as mine, we'll just skip mine. Then we, we'll skip yours. Right. Great. My one's not sexy. And it is, which famous set of twins are you? Okay. And that's fun, isn't it? Yes. Um, and I got smart, and I did five questions this time, so there shouldn't be any ties. And are you ready? Mm-hmm. Question number one. Pick a cool name for your teddy bear. A, Stubbles. Okay. B, Destro. Like that one. C, Ocean of Blood. Ooh. D, Hunky Bruce Patman. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> many of one. those are so appealing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with D, Hunky Bruce Patman. D, Hunky Bruce Patman. Okay. From Sweet Valley. Question number two. Pick a cool name for your autobiography. Okay. A, the music of my life. Ooh. B, devils do. Ooh. <laughs> C, come play with me. Ooh. Coming from the mouth of an adult baby, that's <laughs> unpleasant. Oh, and it's not. It's just you. It's just regular tenor. And D, playing with fire. Okay. What was B again? Devils do. I'm gonna do the devils do. Okay, that's cool. Question number three. What is the best name for a best friend? Jack. A. That's so nice. Yeah. A. Elvia. B. Serpentor. Ooh. C. Danny. D. Enid Rollins. Or Eni. Serpentor. Ser- Serpentor. Serpentor. Okay. Question number four. Pick a vacation getaway. A, the Ding Darling Wildlife Refuge. Okay. B, the Terror Drome. Mm. C, a creepy hotel. Or D, four weeks of glorious sunshine, sandy beaches, and endless fun on the beautiful California coast. Those are all good vacations, different kinds of vacations. If I'm being honest, yeah. I would say the California coast, I guess, but the Terror Drome is pretty. Appealing. It's a different kind of vacation. Sarah and I always have this discussion. Are we going to have an action vacation where we go and see a bunch of shit? In that case, you might want to go to the Terror Drome. Or we're going to have like a relaxing vacation where we have fun and lie out in the sun. Which and one of you is the one who likes to go do touristy action vacations? And which one of you is the one who likes to go to the beach and read? 
Sarah is more action and I am more beach and read. Okay. Though we both do like both, but I'm I'm always the one who's like, let's just go somewhere where it's sunny and we don't have to do anything. Jamie and I are the opposite opposite of you two. Sarah likes that, but she is more has a more adventurous spirit. Um, so I would choose probably either creepy hotel or California coast, and she would probably choose terror drum or ding darling wildlife refuge. Right. In that case, um, but what do you choose? Uh, the California coast. California I had coast. the uh, terror drum as a kid. The toy. Oh, really? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Shit, that's dope as hell. Your parents must have genuinely loved you or that, else like, felt really guilty about that, the divorce. The, probably the divorce thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It had that eyeball on the top, and I think the eyeball would like detach and roll off. Am I thinking of the right to terror drum? The Cobra one? Oh, no. I'm thinking of, um, what did Krang drive in? Oh, the- um, The Technodrome. The Technodrome. That's I had the awesome. Technodrome growing up. That's fucking cool as hell. Yeah. And honestly, at that level of quality, it doesn't matter whether it's love or guilt. Right. They got it for you. Um, okay. Final question. Question number five. And we do need the tiebreaker because you have only picked from two buckets. Question number five. Finally, pick a tragic backstory. A, the death of your father. Okay. B, the death of of your commander. Okay. C, the homicidal madness of your father. Or D, your sister wore the nice dress that you were planning to wear to the prom and now you have to wear your second favorite dress. I have a lot of fathers. Yeah. I have my birth father, my adopted father, my stepfather, and my Mm -hmm. father-in-law. So I feel like I have fathers to spare. Okay. So, A. A. You choose A, the death of your father. Yeah. Okay, so we're in real trouble because we have a tie. How, how can we have a tie? Try to avoid it. You pick two Ds and two Bs and one A. Okay. And so I guess you just get to be both of them. Mm. So I'm I'm four people. You're four people. Okay. And that's just what happens with time paradoxes. You are Tomax and Zaymot Paoli. Okay. From J.I. Joe. From G.I. Joe, the yeah. two uh, brothers from G.I. Joe, uh, who are twins and who feel each other's pain. And you are also Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield. Yeah, <laughs> Sweet Valley High books. And they're very similar. Similar in a lot of ways, yeah. Tell me, oh, well, I should say the answers for everybody. If you answered mostly A's, you were Abby and Anna Stevenson from the Babysitter's Club series. If you answered mostly Bs, you were Tomex and Zamot. If you answered mostly Cs, you were the twins from The Shining. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Come play with us. And if you answered mostly D, you were Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield from Sweet Valley High. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tomex and Zamot, um, I, w- I thought of because of this passage, Tanner. Yes. Abby and Anna have some Tomex and Zamot-like abilities. Yeah. Dad was standing at the bottom to catch us. I just slid down and was waiting with him at the bottom of the slide for Anna. Suddenly, a bully at the top of the slide pushed past Anna, and she tumbled to the ground. Dad ran to her. I crumbled where I stood and started crying. I thought I'd been hurt, too. And that is famously what happens to Tomex and Zamot. They're the two evil twins um, who are friends with Cobra Commander and run his business empire. And they also uh, run uh, like the Dreadnoughts and uh, an elite unit in Cobra Commander's empire. And they feel each other's pain. They can communicate telepathically. But if one of them gets hurt, the other gets hurt. If one of them dies, does the other die? Well, no. I know that's not the case. And I will tell you why. 
because one of them does die, and you want to know who fucking kills him? Cobra Commander? Oh, the other twin. No. Shockwave from Transformers. What? <laughs> Is that allowed? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was so. I spent so much time on their Wikipedia page. There's a fucking G.I. Joe and Transformers crossover. And that's where they kill one of the evil twins. And Shockwave kills Zayma. <laughs> It's literally the fucking coolest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That is cool. Um, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm happy with those results. Okay. Yeah. That's what yeah. I wanted. So, yeah. You got the two coolest answers, I think. Um, and do, I guess now you do a quiz for me. And, and I do a quiz for break. you. And mine's also kind yeah. of based on a passage. And as I said earlier, it is a racy passage for yeah. adult babies. Yeah. I'm going to play the music again. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw your attention, Jack, to chapter two. Scroll down past the birth announcement for Anna and Abby to okay. the second image in the chapter. And you'd like me to do that? Yes, please. And describe what you see and how sexy it is. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Um, Abby and Anna are being held. And that's not the sexy part. And that's just nice. That's nice. That's caring. That's affectionate. That's warm. But in a way that is very distracting, and it's something that the Angel Artillery or Angelo Tillery has taken a few too many liberties possibly because he is was tasked by Hodges um, with drawing the pictures in the book, and he seems to have gone a little bit rogue. They're being held by the most handsome man. Yeah. This side of John Pike yeah. that I've ever seen. And that's my quiz. Which sexy dad named John are you? <laughs> and it's John Stevenson. And he has gone too soon. Yeah, gone too soon. He's very he's a very chiseled and handsome man. He's a very good looking. And I bet you're dying to know if you are the sexy and affectionate gone too soon John Stevenson. Yep. Or old favorite heartthrob john pike still here still sexy yeah and he, question okay. number one yeah how do you express your love for someone okay is it a through mm-hmm. gentle affection and by offering generous and tender support for another's identity and self-expression okay. or is it b literally never stop fucking kids into your wife okay and <laughs> for me it's a yeah <laughs> good question yep. two okay how have you disappointed your family in the past okay and there's only one answer for this there's two that i have to choose okay by losing your job and having to ask your wife to go back to work and your kids mm-hmm. to pick up some extra slack around the house yeah or is it b by dying young in a fiery auto crash sending your wife into a deep depression and leaving your two daughters fatherless Okay, that's easy for me. That is literally A. Yeah. <laughs> Question three. Yeah. What <laughs> legacy do you hope to leave behind someday? Okay. Is it A, a strong foundation of personal responsibility and humor that your daughters will take with them into adulthood, even if you're not around to watch them grow up? Okay. Or is it B, enough children to field an entire professional baseball team? it's a for me it's definitely a okay yeah and this is the final question yeah 
What is the nickname for your penis? Okay. Is it A, your schmeckle, <laughs> or B, the pike? I think it's got to be the pike. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I hate to say it. Yeah. Tie. It's a tie. Yeah. So I'm two daddies. You're two daddies. You're both yeah, and you sexy know what? Johns. You know what? Yeah. That's exactly right. I'm a little bit of both. Yeah. I'm a little bit of mysterious, funny, goofy, but sexy and chiseled John Stevenson. Mm-hmm. I'm also a little bit of smoldering fuck machine. Yeah. John, John Pike. Pike. You're a little bit of both, and they're both extremely handsome. And they're both very, very good looking. And to play along at home, if you answered the John Pike answers, you're John Pike. And if you answered the John <laughs> yeah. Stevenson answers, you're John Stevenson. You're John Stevenson. Great. Uh, should we take a quick break? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll see you on the other side. Babies. Tanner. <clears throat> yes. I would like to draw your attention to a passage in this book. Okay. This book, whose center is the handsome but deceased John Stevenson. He's only deceased for about five-sixths of the book. Yeah, but his presence or non-presence is the central theme of the book. Yes. It's always there. It's always in the background. It's them grappling with him in one way or another. And they do an interesting thing. They make an interesting choice in the novel, whereby they do not say how he disappeared. And I have a passage here that I would like to get your opinion on. Okay. That may shed some light on it. It goes like this. This is, I think, in the section where uh, Mrs. Stevenson is, Rachel is contemplating moving to Stony Brook because she just can't, she can't be happy amongst all the memories of John. She can't live with his, his ghost. She can't live with his ghost. It's like the movie Ghost. Um, it's like the psychedelic furs, the ghost in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I passed Mario's, I'd often think, It's a me. This was Dad's favorite pizza parlor. We'd be shopping in Sprouts, the produce market. And I'd remember how every time we shopped there, Dad said, Sprouts has the best fruits and vegetables this side of Sunrise Highway. And I could never go by the brick building Dad worked in without thinking about him. Mom was right about the memories. Tanner, is it possible that what happened to John Stevenson is that he was walking one day and then he found a warp pipe and he got in the warp pipe? Yep. And what he means, Mario's is a real tell, but he says Sunrise Highway, but we know what he means. He means the Rainbow Rainbow Road. Road. Everything you're describing is straight out of Mario. And it's a brick building? Yeah, every single level in Mario 1 ends with a brick building. Yeah. Or is in a brick building. Yeah, and he's breaking bricks. Yeah. And did John Stevenson go into the Mario world, into the Mario universe, and he, and become a, a cartoon version of himself? Just Even like Sprouts. Yeah. With the piranha plants. Or the Sprouts thing is the like, piranha plants. Or you break a brick and the vine like yep. comes out, and you Sprouts. climb the vine up into heaven. Yes. Yeah. And so that's what happened. He's lost, and I actually think you, what you're describing, Jack, yeah, is the plot of the 1990 film yeah. Super Mario Super Mario Brothers. Brothers, and it's also the the broad conceit for the 1990 cartoon slash live action series with um, Captain what's his face, yeah, 
They're plumbers, but they they're in just like New York, right? And then they find a pipe, and then they go into the Mushroom Kingdom. John Stevenson is in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, and I'm not saying that it's not sad. I don't want to take away from the tragedy here. It's still sad when you lose someone, whether they passed in a normal way or whether they passed through a warp pipe into the Mushroom Kingdom, never to be seen again. It's just as sad. And I think that Mario's, uh, or Luigi's for that matter, kids would say the same. They're just as orphaned as Abby and Anna. I'm trying to figure out if there's anyone in the Mario universe called john oh interesting and i'm not sure there is okay which just i, I guess it creates more questions i mean maybe it just got eaten by bowser right it comes out of the pipe because right, immediately the eaten by bowser. well then in, in which case abby and anna do yeah have something to mourn yes maybe he came out and a chain chomp got him immediately just immediately because that probably happens to a bunch <laughs> of people who go through warp pipes who don't yeah that's a really good chain chomp yeah <laughs> jesus that and was a very it. good chain chomp you did. And he went to the rainbow road in the sky. It's the place you go when you die. It's a place you go where you die, and we will play a brief clip of that now. <laughs> it's called a road. It's called a rainbow road. It is a road that you go. It's called a road. It's called a rainbow road. And you will know when you get there. It's called a road, it's called a rainbow road It is a road that you go It's a road that you go when you die And that is a, uh, I'm gonna guess, 15-year-old viral video Yeah, and it's my favorite, I think that's my number one favorite video of all time I think, I'm gonna <laughs> say it now And this has been your Meme of the Week Meme of the Week Yeah I like turtles <laughs> Um, yeah, or as, as John calls it, the Sunrise Highway. Anyway, her dad died. Her dad is dead, yeah. Yeah, and he got eaten by Chain Chomp, and it's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess while we're sad, should we get sad? Do you want to get sad? I, you, what you've done is you've primed the pump. Yeah. And what I need you to now keep doing is yeah. keep pumping, Daddy. Okay. That's a weird to and, say, and it is weird to say that. And and, and What do you I, mean? As, as, In what way? As uh, regular Tanner, future Tanner, yeah. speaking to you, adult baby Tanner, this is what I've been sent back to try to prevent. Right, right, right. And you were supposed to kill me because of the rules of Looper, Looping. but you didn't. Yeah. And now that I'm here, we're really trying to stop something. And the thing we're trying to stop is from you making the episode too sexy. Right, okay. And we will stop that. So don't say okay. pump pump me daddy or whatever it was you said let's try a different I said keep pumping me, okay daddy. and let's find a different way of saying what that let's let's continue on this rainbow trend road. yeah towards sadness crying crying and sadness yeah. yes and we're gonna do a terminator role play now yes and that will, will be strictly professional i know now why you cry but it's something i can never do I'm going to inhabit a role. Yep. I've won. And this week I'm playing the role of Terminator. Okay. Are you playing the role of 800T1s? 800T1s. Or the role of T800. Sorry, that's pretty deep Terminator lore for people who aren't familiar. T800, as we have always known, is the name of 
um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger type Terminator. But uh, right. we had some fun with it that was kind of went over a lot of people's heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On. We were having a little fun with it. Like, obviously, we know everything about the, the yeah. Terminators, and yeah. we obviously knew that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the T-800, yeah. which is a prototype. Yeah. But we were having a little fun with it. And actually, I think this week I'm going to be um, a T... 800? No. I think I'll be a... T- is there such a thing as a T-400? I don't think so. I'll be two T-400s. Is there a T-400? I don't know. You should look it up. Terminator. I don't want to get raked over the coals, man. T- we got fucking destroyed. We got destroyed for fucking this up before. We got canceled, basically. When I said when I said when you asked is there a T four hundred and I said I don't know what I meant was yeah obviously I do know and yes obviously there is and what kind of thing is it and I do know but it's nice to say for the, the listeners right we are they're they're sort of colloquially known as clankers okay from the distinct sound they produce when they walk okay cool um, and they are from the future. Uh, the Terminator Dawn of Fate, right, the of 2002 arcade game. Yeah, and so get used to it. We have a lot of knowledge here, and you're two of those. And then I'm two of those okay. this week. And then you say, why do you, why did you put my arm in the water? And then I'll go from there. No, and it's not water. Um, these guys look pretty fucking cool. They don't look like people. What I don't do know. they do? Were the Terminators always supposed to look like people? Well, not the T1s. <laughs> not the T1s. They look like... Mechs. Look, mechs, yeah, but later they do. Okay. Uh, uh, Drop. Actually, I don't think. I'm reading this wiki article. Yeah. T400 was invented during initial tests to mimic human autonomy. Okay, so you are a human. General size, shape, range of motion, and mobility of a human being, but I don't think they actually speak. Okay, why don't you just be T800? I'll just be T800. Okay. For this one? Yeah. But know that I could be two T400s, and I do know what that is. Yeah, and we can be whatever we want. We know an awful lot, and Baby B. Paul should probably just sit down and take some fucking notes this time instead yeah. of criticizing. Oh, have you played Terminator Dark World, no, Paul? No, probably not. No, and we know you're, uh, casual. Yes. And um, great. And uh, we'll just we'll pick up from me saying I'll be John Connor. And uh, oh, I'm going to throw your arm in the water. It's not. And it's it's not a water. Okay, great. It's not water. It's hot lava. I'm going to throw your chips in the water. It's and again, it's not water. <laughs> it's hot lava. <laughs> I order you. I uh, I cannot self terminate. I'm crying. Oh. Uh, do you know why? No, I know not. I know not why you cry. Okay, and can you? John Connor. <laughs> can, is it's it not a tumor. Is it something you can do? Um, I'll throw the chips in the, wa- <laughs> the, the lava. And it's our segment where we say it's I know now why you cry. It's something I can never do. And it's from the oh, Terminator yeah. film. And- I know now why you cry. It's something I can never do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's when we talk about what made us cry in the book, and it's our tearful moment. And I had a fucking ton of them for real. I cried a, a lot in this book. It's very sad. There's a lot of uh, it's, Jack. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, apart from Die Hard, don't say you can't say Die Hard. Did I know it's that? like not cool to say. No, you can't say Die Hard. Um, I like L- Love Actually a lot. Oh, that's actually canceled. Oh yeah, it's canceled now. 
You're picking a lot of bad options. Okay. Um, what's my favorite it's... Christmas movie apart from Die Hard and Love Actually? Can I recommend one for you? Um, sure. Jingle All the Way. Okay. Give it a rewatch. Okay. Revisit that film, and I think you'll find that it's quite good. Here's what it's got going for it. Okay. Sinbad. <laughs> always funny. Hell yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Always doing funny. a lot of iconic, like, wow, shouting. <laughs> Good. And Jake Lloyd, who would then shortly afterwards the go Anakin on to play Skywalker. the most iconic version of uh-huh. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, and Greedo did shoot first, and we right. all agree that that is the case. Very good. Yeah. And it's set in Minneapolis, I think. Um, my hometown. My favorite Jake Lloyd moment is also my favorite moment in all of Star Wars, which is when they like digitally aged him and had uh, his ghost floating above the bonfire in it's, the only Jake Lloyd. That canonical. Was Hayden Christensen. But they aged him, and it's the only canonical version. Do you of think Return Hayden Christensen is just an aged version of Jake Lloyd? Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. That's yeah. why he's so wooded. Yeah, and the only yeah, and then that is the only canonical version of the film. Yeah. 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 And Greedo did shoot first. Um and we're gonna cry together now, I think, because there are a lot of moments that made us cry. And okay. I'm um oof. There's too many. There's too many. There's I would say two full chapters of this book, two full units of this book. Because the first unit is about the girls having, like, twin anxiety. Yeah. And then the second unit is about John Stevenson dying. And the third unit is about Rachel Stevenson being too stricken with grief and She's a chef. She's a fucking world-class chef. And she orders Chinese food or, like, fucking gets frozen pot pies for the kids every night because she's like the memory of cooking is too difficult for her to deal with. It's fucking brutal. This book. Um, I, so here's a passage I want to read. It's, it's slightly cheating because it bridges a moment. Okay. So this is the morning and then the afternoon of the fateful day when John Stevenson jumped into that fucking warp pipe. It's actually fine that you're doing two because the morning. Yeah. Of that fateful day was mine. That's perfect. So why don't you do the morning and then we'll have we'll do a little interlude where we describe what we think happened when he gets in the war pipe, how that goes on and the chain chomp thing, and then I'll do the afternoon. That's perfect. And we'll have sad music. Okay. Okay. When I came into the kitchen, dad was setting the table for breakfast and mom was rushing out the door. Bye, guys, she said. See you tonight. Shy guys. She, and I should just say shy guys. And it's I so should sorry. say shy guys. I misread it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did say it was foreshadowing. Yeah, and he says, shy guys, I'll see you tonight. Shy guys, yeah. she said. See you tonight. Yeah. She checked her watch. If mom missed her train, she'd be late for work. Jonathan, don't forget to give Anna a check for her violin teacher, she said. Dad blew her a kiss, but she was already gone. Dad saw me notice that mom didn't see him blow her the kiss. He patted me on the head. That kiss will catch her, he said. My kisses always do. We laughed at that. Okay, and then so we'll try to fill this in and we'll try to do it with the solemnity that the moment requires. It doesn't say what happened. The next time we hear about him is the scene that I'm going to read, but it doesn't say what happened. To the kiss? 
Do you mean her? Well, we think that Kiss catches her, but we don't know. I assume. But what you and I think, having done a lot of forensic analysis, and it is a cold case, is that John took a different route to work than he normally does. Just thought, you know what? I'm just going to mix it up. See a little bit more of old Oak City, Long Island, or whatever it's called. And as he was walking through Long Island, he came upon a large green pipe that he'd never seen before. Large green inviting pipe. Inviting pipe. And instead of just walking by... (laughs) This is difficult to kind of relive it. It's not easy. But instead of just walk. Dozens of people walk by that pipe. <laughs> Dozens of people just walk Didn't by. Didn't even notice it. But you know what? They're simple people with simple, boring lives. And they don't have any imagination. They don't have any lust for life. Yeah. It took John Stevenson walking by to say, what's this about? What's this about? He said. Then he went and he climbed up on top of the pipe. And he jumped once, and then okay. he, he got into a like a duck. Actually, jumping like a, doesn't do anything. Like a cannonball duck, like he was gonna duck. Right. And then what happens? Right. And now it's a, it's a beautiful world, and the clouds are white, and they've got smiley faces, they're smiling and they're you. they're flying through the sky, and the sky is blue, and it is gorgeous, and there are little toadstool guys with little funny hats and it's the hat is part of their head and it's actually their head and it is actually part of their head and it's if you were to take it off it would just be like a disgusting gelatinous mess and it would kill them and they're just frolicking and playing and he looks around and he says what is this place but just as he's about to walk and greet one of these nice toadstool men to ask what wonderful kingdom he's landed in can you do the change do the change on the now I'm, now I'm, you were so impressed last time and it was so off the cuff and unrehearsed that I'm worried I can't recreate it, but it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and he did, and he was, and then, and he was taken. And he was taken. By a chain chomp. And then now he's climbing that beautiful vine into heaven. Into the, into the rainbow road. And it's where yeah. we go and we die and we will play another brief clip of that. <laughs> okay. It's a road called Rainbow Road. It's a road we're all gonna go. It's a road called Rainbow Road. It's got Princess Peach Mario and the Toad. It's a road called Rainbow Road. It's a road we're all gonna go. We'll go. It's Rainbow Road. It's where you go when you die. It's Rainbow Road. I'll miss you again, Uncle. And then here's what Abby experiences. Our teacher, Mr. Kiefer, met us at the classroom door. Nice. Kiefer? Keef is like a... Okay, yeah. And they do, in these books, they, they do um, they do try this to name... This is something Gene loves. <laughs> this is something Jeannie loves to do. Yeah. What did you call the teacher? Like 420 Blaze It or something? It was Mr. Like... Yeah, it was like... <laughs> Mr. Kind Bud? <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was something like that. There was two teachers. It was like, pass the duchy. Mrs. Pass the duchy. Like, Mrs. Kindbud. Now there's Mr. Kiefer. Yeah, it's very good. I'm going to find it. It was a Claudia's book, and the teachers were called Mrs. Kushel and Miss Packett. 
<laughs> and and that's Mr. Keeper. What's Jean up to? What is Jeannie up to? She's legalize loving it. it. Yeah, fucking legalize it. Okay, all right. Let's try. Can we try to get into a, a slightly more somber scene? Yeah, sorry. This is actually very sad. <clears throat> Our teacher, Mr. Kiefer, met us at the classroom door. I noticed he looked very upset, and I wondered why. Abby, he said. I need you to come to the principal's office with me. The way he said it gave me chills. I knew something was wrong. I was afraid to ask him what it was, so we walked silently down the hall. I wasn't worried that I'd done something wrong. I was just scared. Grandpa Morris, my mother's father, was in the principal's office waiting for me. What was Grandpa Morris doing there? I wondered. For an instant, I thought he'd come to see us at school as a surprise. But I couldn't hold on to that idea, because I could see tears in his eyes. Then I noticed that Anna was walking into the office behind me. Abby, he said in a choked voice. Anna, he moved toward us. I took a step away from my own grandfather. I felt afraid of him. I had never seen an adult look as sad as he did. He leaned over and put an arm around each of us. There's been an accident, he said, in a voice cracking with sorrow. Your father is... was killed. He was going to say is killed. Yeah, that's nothing, Grandpa. (laughs) May he rest in peace. I legit for real, real deal. Holy Field was in tears throughout a lot. Oh yeah, me too. Book. Like, like no. I'm glad I had the fucking day off today. It's a very sad and Jeannie does a like Jean, excellent job. She does an excellent job of creating this shadow over their lives, right? That, that like, and you can tell that Rachel is broken, and you can see the effect that it has on Abby and Anna and you can feel the warmth that John brought to their lives and that was taken from their lives and it's right. gorgeous and it's moving and it's a really good book and she did a good job and thank you Jean. I thought the the oh, I thought she did an, a great incredible job and it was yeah. very touching very moving and very emotionally impactful it, it was undercut slightly at the end of the book when um Lakitu fished John Stevenson yeah and put him kind of back on the course. On the course, yeah. And it's not necessary. Right. It's not necessary. With his little, like, fishing rod, he's, like, in the cloud. And he, like, and he, took like... a couple coins from him. Yeah. 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 No, that's not... It took it took away from it. I didn't, like, and I didn't really know what the message was there. It's like, is jo- so is John back, or... Like, he got, knocked, he got knocked back to, like, eighth place. Yeah. No, it's not my favorite. And it, that was a mistake on Jeannie's part. But the rest of this was very, very And moving. it is Gene. Um, I think the most appropriate thing to do now, Jack, yeah. would be to talk about how Abby, mm-hmm. as are all of these girls, yeah, is and must be, is and must be, yeah, seafood, yeah, and they're all seafood in this in the portrait collection. This is something Jean's doing with these, books. <laughs> and just, this is Jeannie just kind of going rogue. We haven't cracked the code on it quite yet, but yeah. she did describe Stacy as being lobster-like. She described Dawn as being. Uh, clearly a clam. Clam-like. Yeah. She spoke in a clam tone was her mo- a mom's clam-like book. tone, yeah. And then 
Christy is a fish. Christy is being a, f- a fish. So yeah. I'm like a fish. Yeah. And we couldn't find what happened with Claudia and Marianne, but it's probably there. It's in there somewhere. Uh, we didn't do a very close read. Yeah. Um, and then it does seem like something has happened with Abby, I guess. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you noticed it, and I'd like to hear what it is. We held our hands and ran along the beach. When the porpoises swam out Mm. to sea, we watched them until they were out of sight. Then we went into the ocean for a swim. Anna and I did great porpoise dives for mom. Yeah. Okay. And there's there's only one way to do a porpoise dive, isn't there? And it's There's, if you're a porpoise. It's only, only a porpoise can do it, because you can't do it if you're a person. You just, you'd bonk your head on the pavement. On something, And yeah. the only way you can do a porpoise dive is if you're a porpoise. And Abby right. is indeed a porpoise, and I'm glad you caught that, and I didn't notice it. And that's a very good point. And is she the slaviest porpoise? We will never know. Oh, and is she the slaviest porpoise? And has she been the slaviest porpoise yeah. the entire time? Yeah. Oh, Wow. Yeah, and is that and is sad. that what is that what Jean was doing? And is that what Jean was doing? She wanted to. She wanted to get. She, this is her extremely long game play wow. to get in our Babysitters Club Wikia. That's under what Jean Slabia's porpoise section. Where she was like, "How am I going to get into the Slabia's porpoise she, thing?" She's on our Wikia page, just like ticking <laughs> off the yeah. segments. Yeah. She's already claimed so many of them, and she's like, "How am I going to? How am I going to get literally their most popular segment, their most of beloved all time that one. everyone loved? Yeah, and it wasn't so labored and <laughs> so upsetting yeah. that like people there was literally outcry about it yeah. on social media. Yeah, how am I going to claim that one? And what if I make them all some kind of seafood?" Leading up to the ultimate one, which the is ultimate Abby seafood, the ultimate Anna catch, or... the deadliest, and the and it is the deadliest catch. Yeah, you know, a lot of people say that um, mermaids are the deadliest the... catch. <laughs> no, no, a lot of people. Oh, no, and by no, the no. way, a lot of people do say that mermaids are the deadliest catch. Everyone... Yeah, a lot, uh, do they do say that? Yeah, I think back in the old days, mermaids were meant to be porpoises. Yeah, sailors would see porpoises and be like, "What's that sexy thing in the water?" Right, and it's a porpoise. <laughs> And that's seafood, and it's all seafood, and this is seafood lore. And um, we got to do our burn of the week. Yeah, I do want to briefly mention that Abby's teddy bear is called Stubbles, and it did cause me to wonder for a second whether that's not a teddy bear and is in fact just like a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I guess this is our last opportunity to really do this. Yeah. So I'm gonna do it. Okay. Because I'm never going to have the chance again, and it's kind of a nostalgia thing. Okay. Which is a segment okay. we have for Abby Books. Oh, yeah. Which is called... Seinfeld Music, Seinfeld Music, Seinfeld Music. Abby's, Abby's tight 20. 20. And I guess the, this is it. Yeah. She's got her tight 20 down. Yeah, and she's and very good, and she's very funny, and Jeannie does an excellent job. The one joke that really jumped out at me, and I don't know if it was because I was feeling so raw after the John Stevenson yeah. stuff, but the first joke Abby cracks after the death of her father mm-hmm. is the following Christmas That's when it. Abby and Anna need to go back to school. That afternoon, our class rehearsed for the school's winter holiday show. I hated singing happy holiday songs. Coming home from school, a bunch of third graders started singing Jingle Bells on the school bus. If I hear jingle bells one more time, I told Anna, I'll rebel. That's good. And it's a reference to the Billy Idol song, Rebel Yell. 
Yeah, Rebel Yell. Right? Yeah, I think so. Very good. Rebel. Rebel. And it's Bell. And it's Jingle Bell. And, and she's trying her best. Her fucking dad died, you guys. Her dad died, and Anna laughed at cut it. The fucking cut it her was the break. first time I'd heard Anna laugh since dad died. Yeah. It was the first time I'd made a joke since dad died. Is the immediate passage, the immediate sentence following that. So Yeah, yeah. so f- cut her some slack. And she would explain that at the, the beginning of the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, like, that joke kind of has a little more give. I'm about to make the first joke. That I've made since my dad got fucking mauled by a chain chomp. Yeah. And it's, what if Rebel. Right. Reb, rebel. Against Jingle Bells instead of Rebel. And fucking laugh at it. Yeah. And it's just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Okay. And then like theater erupts in clapping instead of laughing. Yeah. It's beautiful and it's a beautiful moment. Um, and I'd like to do a quick segment now before we leave. And it's our final segment of the night, and it is Scottish in nature, and you're not invited to participate. Should I take a run at it or not? I think not. And I think- Well, then you're not allowed to take a run at it. Oh, because we're the same. Yeah. So, paradox. Okay. Should we invite Jack in just for this one part? This has been sitting this whole thing out. Right. Let's invite him in for this one part. Okay. Hey, what 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 the fuck is happening, dude? Are we going to record the podcast? Actually, uh, Tanner, adult baby Tanner, and I, or I am adult baby Tanner, but we have been recording for some time, and we're actually doing a really good job, and it's a really good episode, and maybe better without you. Okay, but we do need you to do Baron of the Week because we don't know how to do Scottish accents. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, and it's where we talk about what a burn was that we found. And I think I only found one, and I don't think it was even that good. It's at the beginning of the book. I guess you're wondering what this book is about. This book I have to write is about me, Abigail Stevenson. It's an autobiography. Now I bet you wonder why an eighth grader is writing an autobiography. Frankly, I don't know, and I don't approve of asking kids to write the story of their own life. We should be living our lives, not writing about them. I also don't approve of long assignments, and it's a burn on Jeannie. For Dan, it's a, it's a self-burn. She doesn't approve of her own project. She burned herself pretty bad. Anna tripped over my tennis shoes that I admit were on her side of the room. Uh-huh. When she regained her balance, she shouted, Can you keep your shoes in the closet? I'm always tripping over your sneakers. Uh-huh. They're tennis shoes, I shouted back. Keep it straight. I have tennis shoes, soccer shoes, and cleats for softball. And running shoes and regular sneakers, she added. Five pairs, and they all stink. <laughs> and they're always in my way. Good. And the burn is that she has five stinky pairs of shoes. Um, okay, Tanner, it's just us, Tanner. It's just us. It's just us, Tanners, and you know what? Actually, it's just going to be you, because I fucking, I got to go back to the beginning of this episode. And I'm going to shoot you. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Okay, to close the loop or open it or keep it open, and that's the problem, and now we're in a paradox. We're stuck in a loop. Here's what I'm going to do. I need to go back to the beginning of this episode, to because war- I felt like this got a little too sexy. Yeah. And I need to go even still back. And now we're in the loop. 
And And that's why it's called Looper. I'm going to head to the beginning of the episode. I'm going to stop you, and hopefully you won't shoot me. So I'm going to say, don't shoot me. Okay. And then I'll stick around. I wouldn't. After you do the no shoot me thing, I would just Just cut out. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll figure it out, but I'm going to go now and I'm going to do the loop. Should we say or do So it's on me to do the end of the show? Okay. Um, Bit.ly. My name has been bit.ly slash Tanner Greenring. I'm fucking this up, and I know I am. I know I am. I can do it. This week, I have been adult baby Tanner Greenring, and my co-host who just left was Tanner Greenring. Thank you for bearing with me, and thank you for bearing with us, baby babies. Buy our merch, bit.ly slash BSCC merch. Um, we got some great stuff up there. There's a new sticker pack that you can pre-order. It comes with four stickers. You don't even need to pick which sticker you want. It just comes with all of them. If you like this show, you'll love our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. And it's we do the little sister books and we sing the descriptions and it's a lot of fun and it only costs five bucks a month. And... The other thing is to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Jack should maybe text me his long outro full of outros as I'm talking so that I can do them. And follow us on social media at BSEC Podcast on Twitter. And join the Facebook group, Baby Nation, which is an inclusive, fun Sexy Destination for Singles, and and it's the book that we read, and it's the last portrait series book called Abby's Book, and next week we're reading a book called Logan's Story, which is not technically a portrait series, but we're going to treat it as portrait series, so we'll still be adult babies, we'll still be traveling through time. Baby babies, round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator and demand your right to bear time, and don't forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Fight the future. We are handprints in the cement of time. Claudia's wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you'd think that boys had just been invented. Dad saw me notice that mom didn't see this. A, this is a this this passage will bake your noodles. <laughs> Dad saw me notice that mom didn't see him blow her the kiss. Dad he saw me notice me that the... mom didn't see Dad, him blow her. And, the kiss. I can do it, and okay. I can do it. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>